February 7th, 1994. This photo is my Aunt Barbara and Jackie Ellen in 2018 at my mother's wedding to Fred Lively, but in a while you'll understand why I'm using their picture here. Don's off to the Pasco County tax deed sale. He sent Kara Dale up to the Hernando County tax deed sale, and I stayed here to enter some defaults and two tenant evictions. Jamie and Mike Wagner, he was the kid that went with her when we went to rescue those bobcat kittens in La Center, Minnesota. They went deep sea fishing with my mom. Sassy, our ancient shaded Persian, is sitting on the table waiting for me to finish my cereal, and Glory, our seven-month-old cougar, just came chirping through the door asking for food or company. Another day is off to a rip-roaring start. Early each morning, I write down a list of everything that has to be done, because I'll forget, and I write lists for everybody working in the house and on the house and on the grounds and even Don, except his have to have pictures. I suppose I annoy everyone because it takes away their favorite excuse. I forgot. My list always contains more than I can possibly do in one day. I remember a line from a song, a good day ain't got no time to think about what might have been. I think activity is the only real difference between me and my favorite Aunt Barbara, Barbara Huff. She is so sad and depressed all of the time. She's been married five times and her last husband committed suicide a few years ago. Doctors keep Aunt Barbara so drugged up and confused that I will not go to one for my headaches for fear of becoming so drug dependent. Aunt Barbara and I share a lot of fruitcake behavior. We both have panic attacks, heart palpitations, agoraphobia, claustrophobia, and a general paralyzing fear of life. Maybe that's why I like her so much. We understand each other when the rest of the family can only look on with exasperation. If we weren't so similar, we may have thought that we were uniquely weird, which is an uncomfortable thought. Misery loves company. Lately, she's been so sick and depressed that I've really been worried about her. She's in her 60s and is so pale and thin. Her daughter, Jackie Ellen, stayed home until she was in her 30s when she married Scott Smith. And no, it's not my cousin Scott Smith. It was just a really weird coincidence of names that she's now married to somebody who is now technically my cousin, also with the name Scott Smith. Jackie had two boys, Cody and Joshua, and ran a small daycare out of her home, which Aunt Barbara helped with until last year. Now the boys are in school, and Jackie Ellen works for a company that sells chocolate. Jackie Ellen was 10 years older than me as we were growing up. I just idolized her. She was thin and beautiful and had long, thick tresses down to her waist. She always wore the prettiest clothes and handed down everything to me until I was seven years old and was suddenly taller and fatter than her. I held on to the last dress she gave me until it was just a rag. I wore it as a shirt for years. She is still just a waif and still has that long, gorgeous blonde hair. Someone I know well recently miscarried. I'm deleting her name from this recording. She had not planned to get pregnant, but having lost the child after a very difficult pregnancy, she is understandably devastated. She sleeps all the time, and when she can't sleep, she takes a sleeping pill and goes back to bed. 
She doesn't go out and she won't take calls, but she called me. I don't know what to do or say. I know I'll cry and then she'll cry. Does she want to talk to me because she senses that we share something in common? Something like what Don and I know about our own loss. I had an abortion back when Don was still married to Gladys in about 1984. Don had wanted me to let his barren daughter, Gail Rathbone, have the child, but I refused. His daughter later had children of her own, and I was glad not to have put our love child in the hands of his daughter, who may someday figure out who the father had been. I've always kind of suspected that about Don's son, Danny, and whether or not he was a love child that Don did the same thing with, but I don't know for sure. I'm always the one to fix things. Broken hearts, broken promises, broken toys, broken china, broken contracts. I feel about the least likely person to turn to. Can't anyone see how unsure I am? I wouldn't come to me for help. What do I know? I can't go to anyone for help. I'm so good at appearing confident that it's a curse. Don is the only one who sees the weakness and even seeing it, he pushes me through it. When I'm crying and shaking and telling him that he's pushing me too hard and that I'm going to break down, he seems unfazed as he pushes me harder. I get mad and determined and then get through it. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Sympathy might make it worse. Is he really that smart or just that insensitive? Somehow I doubt even he knows. <laughs>